Welcome to the So Live Podcast. So Live is an educational nonprofit with a mission to make effective, non-toxic cancer treatments more accessible to the public while promoting general health, wellness, and happiness. This podcast is an extension of that mission. Thank you from So Live. Welcome back to the So Live Podcast. My name is Shanna Schultz. I'm your executive director of So Live. And we also have So Live board member, Tracy Keller. Welcome, Tracy. It's so great being here. And Tracy and I are also excited to welcome Dr. Jonathan Goff to our show. Welcome, Dr. Goff. Hello. Thanks so much for having me. We're excited. So I am looking at uh, or listening, considering our conversation we had beforehand, we were going to do probably about a 45 minute show. But today I think we're looking at five hours. Are y'all down for that? If we can squeeze it into five, that'd be good. I think we have a few things we want to talk about. Um, but before we get started, <laughs> just, so just joking, just joking. Before we get started, um, I'd like to share with everybody how we know Dr. Goff. And so, um, actually, on my birthday, January 17, 2015, is actually when I first went to see uh, Dr. Goff at his chiropractic and wellness uh, clinic. And I have been a patient of his ever since. Uh, I don't have to see him often, which is pretty great. That's good. Um, it's a, a testament to the type of work you provide. And um, I'm excited to talk with you and uh, share with our listeners about what makes your practice really stand out from other chiropractic or, or actually any type of health and wellness um, practice in our area. So we're excited to get started. All right. Sounds good. So in the beginning, <laughs> what made Dr. Goff get into the area of health and wellness and more specifically chiropractics? Wow. Okay, well, I was a small child. Mm-hmm. No, we only have five hours. So okay, you're a large child. Speed. Go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is my 23rd year in practice. Um, I'm a licensed chiropractor, and so when I started practicing, that's what I did, a typical chiropractic-type practice. Um, but uh, pretty soon, I, I was realizing that, you know, that's it's not enough. Most people... Have, if you've not been to a chiropractor, you probably know what happens when you go. I mean, you go, you get evaluated, get adjusted, your spine gets adjusted, and and the idea is to get the feeling better, and uh, that's uh, that's great. But oftentimes, that's not enough. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, let's take the person who may have a desk job. They're you know fifty or sixty pounds overweight, and they don't exercise. Guess what? They may have a sore lower back, and they're going to come see me. And I could adjust them every day for a year. And they're only going to get so much better if they don't make some dietary changes, if they don't start exercising, if they don't start taking care of their health otherwise. So, um, yeah, so a few years ago, I, I, I started exploring some other, um, other ways I could help folks rather than just adjusting them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I, I got into a world, um, it's called functional medicine is kind of the, the heading of it. But what that does is take a whole body approach to a person. And we look at different areas of their of their health rather than just um, just their back, which is really important, by the way. But it's not everything. Right. So, uh, so that's that's kind of how it got launched. So, would you say it's one of five things? I would say it's one of five <laughs> things. <laughs> and and that number was not random. Um, as I mentioned, when I, I I first went to see Dr. Goff, I actually signed up for his Five Pillars of Health program. And so, as you can imagine, it's very well-rounded and actually made a tremendous shift in my life. And I'd actually like to share a few more details about that, but a little bit later on. Uh, before we get there, 
give us a little breakdown of what the five pillars of your uh, health package entails. Okay. Um, basically, they are. Well, I'll just throw out there what they are, and then we can talk about yeah, you know individually what's involved with with each one and why it's got to be that way. Um, but essentially, the five pillars are detoxification, nutrition, fitness, hormones, and the nervous system. Um, and the chiropractics, that's the nervous system, that's, right? That's kind of that world, yeah. Okay, so, so everything that, else you listed is kind of in addition to your chiropractic practice. Yeah, yeah, so like four other areas that are super important. They're actually sort of outside the chiropractic world. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to ask you, Yeah. you know, you were saying that you could only get so much results with what you were doing. Was there one particular case or was it a moment? What made you go, okay, there's got to be more? Was there a, a time period or a certain person that you were trying to help? That is a great question. And um, there's actually several that sort of tip the scales, but I'll tell you about a moment where um, where I thought it was enough, where I had had enough. And it actually has to do with my, my wife's father. Um, she is a, she's an only child, so her dad is her daddy, right? Um, and he was a bit of a, a bit of a, a, a health mess. Um, I diabetes. like how you put that. Just well, he was he was a raging diabetic. Um, he had some heart trouble, uh, overweight, as you can imagine, um, high blood pressure issues, and and uh, at one point he'd had half of his foot amputated mm-hmm. due to uh, peripheral, peripheral neuropathy that had gotten out of control, and um, anyway, one uh, one afternoon I was at work, I got the phone call that he had passed away. Oh. at his home yeah and he was he's very young and um i say very young he was uh i actually don't remember but he's about 60 maybe 59 that 58 is 60 yeah. something like that way too mm-hmm. young way too young and the moment that really did me in is i had to call her i had to call my wife and tell her oh. what had happened and um that was tough that was probably one of the most difficult things i've ever done is to call you know somebody my wife specifically was an only child and tell her that her father passed away and uh what really got me the most is what he passed away from and uh, most of the conditions he had were um preventable Mm -hmm. in a a big picture now i I say that maybe in the condition he was once things go too far you know they've gone too far so we don't want to let them go too far but if they haven't gone too far oftentimes they are they are preventable sure um Actually, I was watching on the on the news this morning. There was a cardiologist on that was um, talking about uh, what a person can do to help with heart disease and, and coronary artery disease, things like that. And she said that eighty percent of heart disease is actually preventable with a with a health and lifestyle change, wow. with diet change, exercise. Eighty percent of it is. So think and, about and it. Not, we're not saying curable you're saying yeah. preventable like just not have it in the first place how about that i mean what yeah. if what yeah. if uh, the amount of people these today that has um heart trouble or, or, or heart attacks or um, cardiac artery disease it was only 20 percent now that's the number one is that still the number one killer you know if it's not it's it's, it's top two or three it, yeah. yeah and to think we could chop that down to 20 wow. percent yeah. yeah um and that, so the fact that it was preventable is something that um that we just have to look at and say, we can't miss that. We can't overlook that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a stat. It's a little bit old, but it's from 2010. And even back then, two and a half trillion with a T oh. trillion dollars were spent was was spent on healthcare. Mm-hmm. 
It's a lot of money. And uh, actually, I would be okay with that. It'd be great if we were a healthy nation as a result of that big spending. Right. And that is not the case. But we're not. Yeah, we're not. And, and um, um, so, so where does that money go? I don't know where it goes. <laughs> it goes. It goes to some pretty fancy hospitals and <coughs> uh, other places. I'm probably yeah, yeah, yeah. Put you, I put you on the spot there. <coughs> we'll, we'll throw out uh, pharmaceuticals too that. as well. Yeah. But but what you're Tons saying is it's not necessarily uh, the money's not necessarily going to to make us healthier. Um, that's what I mean. Is where is it going? It's really going to kind of patch something up or it totally is yeah yeah, yeah. and um and now personally i think that's where our health care what i mean by that is the way we care for our health mm-hmm. is really gotten off the rails and um it, it seems like almost we wait around to get sick enough mm-hmm. to where then we seek some some help to not be sick anymore you know it's almost like we're going to wait till we fall in the grave and then you know get a helping hand to get up out of the grave instead of just not ever be anywhere near a grave, you know? Yeah, and we're busy, so we want a quick fix. Yeah, we don't That's have right. time for this health stuff. <laughs> we got stuff to do. We got, we're busy people. Uh-huh. So, uh... Yeah, so that was uh, that's, that's... I know, it got us a little off track. No, that was, that was good. That's important. Um, that, so that's where I, I started with all that. And then I'm... So what was the next step? You've had this realization. Um, this is obviously a very tough time for you and, and your wife and your family. What was the next step to start the evolution of your practice? Putting together a plan. Okay. Like, what am I going to do? How are we going to do this? Um, what can I do? You know, um, w- what effects can I have in, in my world? And um, by the way, these these five pillars we're talking about, I didn't I didn't invent that. That's I have to give credit where credit is due, and it, was, it wasn't for me. But I did latch onto this this system, this plan, and and, uh, and I said that's that's what it's got to be. We got to approach all these these different areas. Um, to uh, to help a person get better mm-hmm. all the way around. So um, anyway, yeah. So that's where uh, that's where we where we started putting together a plan like that. So coming back around, um, I think this is a good segue to talk about uh, my personal experience. And you know, Doctor Goff, you just said you didn't invent these these five pillars. You're you're, you're sharing them. And and I think as SoLive um, members and supporters, we can definitely. Uh, relate to that because um, that's what we're here for. We're here to share great uh, health and wellness practices uh, for ourselves and into the community. And, um, you know, so it's it's important that we become that platform. And so I'm really grateful that you made that's that decision. Um, without getting into the details of, of what got me into this state, uh, essentially at 35 years old, um, I'd always had great blood pressure, um, been athletic, honestly, been a very active and what I would have thought a very healthy individual. Um, but something happened early December 2015, and, and I don't know that I know the explanation for it, but I do know what we did about it. And I ha- was hit out of nowhere with this extremely high blood pressure. And as you can imagine, having high blood pressure was causing other symptoms. Um, you know, emotionally, uh, I was, I was struggling in a lot of ways physically. I was struggling, I mean, even to just to get up and to move and to be active. And so this is affecting my, my, my job, my career, my, my family life, my personal life. And it was, it was pretty disheartening because I was looking around like, I do what I'm supposed to do. I work out, I, you know, I eat pretty good. I, 
Um, I feel like I'm a pretty happy person. Where is this this crash coming from? And um, somebody, oh, I went to a, a general practitioner um, who had referred me. He's like, look, I don't know if I can help you. <laughs> you need to get on a, <laughs> on blood medica- on a high, high blood pressure medication in the meantime because it's dangerous. Okay. But you need to go see this uh, doctor. He's more a, a functional medicine type of practice, uh, Dr. Jonathan Goff. And so that was how I was referred to you. Um, and I was grateful for that reference because you don't often go to your general practitioner and get referred to somebody who may practice on what many consider you know, unconventional. And that is actually extremely rare. Yes. Um, sadly. <laughs> I, I, um, and, and I was I walked into your office and you had me fill out this <laughs> medical history sheet and I, I was very detailed. I've always been very invested in my health and wellness, yes. and I kind of knew everything about my health and wellness since I was a little girl. And um, we, we, you sit down with me, and you're like, look, I, I think you may consider um, my five pillars of health program. And you explained to me what that was. So for our listeners, I know you've explained the reason behind developing, but kind of give us a snapshot, because this is exactly what I went through, of what your five pillars of health are if, let's just say, you're going, the, the listener is going to come and go through that process with you. Okay. Um, well, so the five pillars, again, are detox, nutrition, fitness, hormones, and the nervous system. Mm-hmm. And again, those are what basically those are five different areas of our world, of our health. That each needs to be improved upon um, for it all to work. So um, starting with detox, that's actually where we start because we got to clean out your system first. Mm-hmm. It just with, with our world, the, the um, impurities and toxins we're exposed to all the time in our foods, in the air, and uh, things we drink. Um, our, your body gets really toxic. Your liver is overloaded. So, uh, so first thing we have to do is clean out the system. And by the way, this is not the, this kind of detox is not one of those clean out the system where you like you got to stay ten feet from the bathroom at all times because mm-hmm. yeah, not <laughs> I was like going to say what does that look like? Yeah. What is because you hear the word detox tossed around all the time. You know, you can pull it up on the internet. Everybody's got their own way of detoxing. I thought it meant just not drinking wine every night for a while. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Key phrase for a while. For a while. For just a little while. while. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, really, it, there are a few supplements to take that helps. And really, the supplements, all they do is help your liver do what your liver does, help your lymphatics do what they do, drain out toxins and, and uh, impurities. Um, but essentially, it is a period of time, about two weeks, of just eating and drinking squeaky clean. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like just no junk food, no processed anything, no no alcohol, no coffee. I know, but it's not that bad. It's only two weeks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and just it, what it does is let your body just rest, right. just calm down. Because um, a lot of times the impurities and toxins we eat on a regular basis, they, they amp up your body. And, and, they, and uh, we can't stay like that all the time. Right. So it just allows everything to calm down. Nice. And then the next step really would be uh, would be nutrition. So once we've cleaned out the system, now when we put new stuff in, you know, fresh foods or fresh vegetables, things like that, now your body's ready to absorb them. How do you said you said foods? You said vegetable. How do you feel about meat? Is that is that a part of the program? I like meat. Uh, I like I like meat too. <laughs> Meat's uh, good. <laughs> uh, so uh, different thoughts on, on different meats, you know, uh-huh. things like um, uh, poultry, fish, those sure. are great. Heavier meats like uh, you know, like a beef, and bison, things like that mm-hmm. are just that. They're heavier. 
So are they bad? Well, they're not bad necessarily, but uh, extreme moderation on the on that on the red sure. meats. But other stuff like um, again like fish and chicken and, and even certain fishes, like um, there's different kinds. Uh, catfish, tilapia. Those are like crab fish. Those mm, are the bottom you, feeders. Yeah, the bottom right. feeders. Yeah, okay, it's fish. It's meat. Yeah, but it's better salmon. Mm-hmm. Lots of fish oil, obviously in in uh, uh, salmon. Um, by the way, when you get salmon, get fresh Atlantic salmon because a lot of it is farm-raised. Sure. It's always on the label. Just look at it, and you can see. If you look at it, just look at the color of right. farm-raised salmon. It's sort of pink. Uh-huh. And then the Atlantic, you know, fresh cod is like red. Like yes. totally, it's a huge difference in the in the two different kinds of meats. And, and really read the, the labels, right? Because yes. I was surprised. One of the labels, I picked it up and put it in my basket, and I was uh, looking down, and I, I wish I could remember what it said. But it wasn't wild caught. It said fresh. It said wild. But when I read the small print, it was farm raised, and so and the, the the label was was misleading in my, my, my for me it is anyways. Well, okay, no, sorry, it I, totally I, is. Yeah, yeah, I uh, know you're right. So back to nutrition. So you've you've detoxed the body. Now you're putting the good things back in it. Good things back in it. Um, and and you know. Really, my my theories on nutrition didn't have to be so strict. We're not we're not trying to eat you know sticks and kale all the time. We're no, trying no, to. It's really manageable. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it was it was and it should be. And even really, um, I think you should eat really well, like eighty or ninety percent of the time. Mm-hmm. And then the other time, it's okay to have other stuff. Right. You know what I mean? To have um, oh maybe something's not good for you. Maybe a cheeseburger every now and again. Uh-huh. Uh, rarely. As long um, as you're you're happy about it, right, Tracy? Well, that's right. Happy about it. And you stay in tune with the cheeseburger. And there's Tracy's world there, and that's super important when uh, when you do have. I don't even like to call it a cheat because that makes yeah. it that puts a guilty connotation on Absolutely it. Absolutely, you don't do that. Call no. it a treat day treat. or not treat a day. cheat. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah. I do too. Mm-hmm. No sense in beating yourself up when you do something bad. I know it's a podcast, but a whole I've got my fingers up with little quoting marks. Bad. Note: Doctor Goff is quoting and unquoting. Yes. Bad. No. <laughs> Because it's not because if it's part of the plan, then it's not bad. It's not off mm-hmm. of the plan. So if you plan on eating a cheeseburger, then hey, man, it's not choose a bad it. thing. You choose it. You Don't choose let it choose it. it. You. You and choose it. Exactly. Exactly. So um, detox. Detox really important. Nutrition, of course, really important. Uh, fitness and exercise, also critical. Now, here's the thing: if we are eating right, eating well, and like that's it, like you're just sitting around the house eating well. You're not really going to be in that good of a, you know, physical uh, shape. Yeah, okay, you're eating well. That's great, but you know, you, your body needs to be strong. It mm-hmm. needs to exercise. It needs to be limber. It needs to have some kind of some use. You know. Sure. Um, so that's where the exercise and fitness comes in, and and uh, the goal of this is just understanding we're not trying to train for the Olympics here. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're just trying to use our body and. Um, Put a little positive stress on our body because when you put some stress on the body, it responds by getting stronger. So we're not trying to overload it or overstress it. We just want to put some good stuff, some good uh, good stress on it so it responds. And your, your practice, I think your recommendation was you just really need to work out like maybe 15, 20 minutes a day. Yeah. Um, yeah, really not much. Um, it really even uh, even more like uh, three if you did it three times a week in a, in a certain kind mm-hmm. of structure, uh, then um, – that's about all it takes. But weight weightlifting is a very important part of the fitness process. Definitely. Yeah, for men and women both. Yeah, very Bone important to, to lift the weights. Yeah, yeah. And here's where the chiropractic come in. He needs those muscles to be supporting the the spine. The structures. Yeah, that's yeah, what holds right. everything in place. And yeah, Tracy, bone as far as bone density, um, battling osteoporosis or someone has just borderline osteopenia, 
when you put stress, like when you put stress on your muscles by lifting weights, mm -hmm. your muscles respond by getting stronger. And that's, yeah, you're building muscle. That's how it works. But the same works with bone. Right. When you put some stress on your bone, on your skeleton, your bones respond, respond by getting stronger and thicker. So uh, that's a great way to exercise. Really, is a great way to combat those those kind of things. So, um, so I feel like people, you know, they, they, they're familiar with the term detox and, yeah, I got to eat right. I need to work out. And I feel like you either or understand what chiropractics are or you don't. And so when you throw this into the mix, to me, that's actually the new element of what, you know, many may not be used to, to hearing. And, and so I, I remember asking you, I'm sitting here like, okay, if I'm detox and I'm eating well and I'm drinking well, um, working out, you know, hormones are kind of getting in place, which I think we still need to talk about. Um, Oh, I think I just skipped over that. I, I really wanted to understand, like, why does my nervous system matter? How does that play a role in something like this? So I may have just jumped ahead if you need to go back to the to any of that. No. I'm just excited to talk about it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. excitement is palpable. Um, you know, the nervous system is super important because you, you have other systems in your body, right? Respiratory, circulatory, uh, digestive system, all these other immune system, all these other systems. And they're all controlled by the nervous system, mm -hmm. the nervous system being your brain and your spine, well, your spinal cord, and then off of your spinal cord, all the nerves go everywhere. They right. go to your fingers, your toes, your heart, your liver, spleen, colon. Everything's controlled by nerves. So um, that's where uh, that's where the nervous system, the chiropractic part of it, is so important because if your spine's working good, the rest of your body can work good. Okay. Um, and, and by the way, when I say chiropractic, yes, getting adjusted, but also things like massage, yoga, mm -hmm. and stretching, you know, just taking care of your, your skeletal structure. Sure. That's, where, um, that's, that's where and why the, the nerves are, are uh, so important in this whole, uh, this whole thing. So you mentioned hormones. Yes, also. I skipped over yes, that. I wanted you to get on, no. <laughs> okay. on to that. So, uh, so detox, nutrition, fitness, and, and also hormones. Hormones are little chemicals that kind of – they, they kind of run the whole show. So every time you move a muscle or, or your food's digested or something, hormones are going everywhere. And there's all different kinds. There's, um, if we sat here and listed them out, we could brainstorm, we could probably come up with, I don't know, 15 or 20 different hormones, you know, cortisol, thyroid hormone, uh, you know, insulin, those kind of things. But there's actually 600 different hormones oh, wow. in oh, wow. your body. Yeah. So it's a big old thing going on. Um, and if your hormones aren't right, then... Um, then things tend to not happen. Like, mm -hmm. for example, uh, for example, the weight loss, some hormones are, are fat-storing hormones, like insulin, estrogen, and cortisol, and then others are fat-burning, like, uh, like adrenaline and thyroid and testosterone. Mm -hmm. So if you're high in one and low in the other, then your body's going to kind of be in that state. Um, for example, let's say that, uh, that your cortisol is high. Cortisol is a stress hormone. You know, when you're right. under, under a lot of stress, your cortisol, cortisol goes up. Well, fun fact, when you're under stress, cortisol's up, you become a fat-storing machine. Which, Which kind goes of back to the sucks. power of stress and yeah. how, I mean, what it, what havoc it plays on our bodies. We don't really investigate it probably the way that we need to. And think about the typical American stress day Ooh. lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. All right, so uh, you get up in the morning, hopefully on time, but if you're late, boom, right there, right off right. the bat, you're like, oh, stress, so up. Run late, out the door, in the car, in traffic, to work, hopefully on time. But if you're late, there's some stress right there. Work is stressful. Get home, got to find some dinner, mm -hmm. maybe catch some TV, 
to bed, and that's it. And then like, we get to when do did you it relax? all again, <laughs> again, and yeah. again, and again. So when uh, when you're under that kind of stress, your cortisol level. Now, by the way, your cortisol should be high in the morning because that's when you wake up and you mm-hmm. get going. So cortisol should be high, but throughout the day it should be coming down. So that when you get to bedtime, it's it's low and it's uh, the opposite hormone, melatonin, should be high at that time. Right. And that's what help you, uh, helps you go to sleep. But so often uh, the cortisol just stays high like all day long because of our, our, that kind of lifestyle. And then guess what? We have trouble sleeping. Right. Not to worry. we got a pill for that. <laughs> Can help you sleep. Your, your blood pressure gets too high from all the stress. we got a pill for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Always a pill. So, um, so how do you identify, um, you know, if I, I were to come, when I came in, how did you identify what my, you know, hormones were and what do we do about it? Uh, good, great question. Lab work. Oh, yeah. Got to run some labs. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got to be thorough when we run labs. Uh, a lot of times, I think it's a mistake when labs are run, they're just sort of the basics. You know, right. CBC, maybe a cholesterol, and then, uh, oh, I don't know, maybe um Maybe one or two other things. So do you ask, like, do you have a list of things that we're going to go and get, like when we go get our lab work done, that we need, this is what all they need to be checking for? Because will they naturally just check for, or they have kind of a select group they usually check for? Mm, No, it's it's, it's a list. Yeah, it's a list that that we write up for you and and go to. And and it's kind of an extensive list. Mm -hmm. I I actually get a kick when somebody comes back from having their labs drawn. They're like, man, they're like vampires over there. It took like nine (laughs) vials of blood. (laughs) I know, I know. But uh, but it's important to check all that stuff um, because all all the tests tell a story, Mm -hmm. right? And if if there's something out of range, then there's got to be a reason why. So we have to dive into it and figure it out. And by the way, on that note, there's... um, there's a, a certain way we look at lab results that are very important. Um, if you've ever had labs done, you know there's a range of like what's normal and right. then there's, you know, high and low. Yeah. And that's kind of it. There's like high, low, normal. That's it. Um, we look at it a little differently because if you're in the normal range but like but toward the edge, that's significant. Mm-hmm. That matters. I mean, imagine walking up to the edge of a cliff and your toes are hanging off the edge <laughs> of a cliff but you're not yet in falling. Yeah. So you're fine. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. You hadn't fallen yet. But then yet. a strong breeze picks up. Well, okay, now we got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> but until then, <laughs> you're normal, you know? So um, I use vitamin D as a good example. Vitamin D, the range for it is is a, a 30 to 100, which is kind of a big range. That I mean, if I ask range. you how much, yeah, if I ask you just, hey, uh, how much money do you have in your pocket right now? And you said, oh, I'm in between 30 and $100. <laughs> you don't really know how much you'd have, do you? So, um so that range really should be something more like like fifty to eighty is where the vitamin D level should be. But if you're if you do your test and you're like thirty one, they'll normal. say you're okay. They'll say yeah. you're fine. Yeah, which is like half of really what it should be. Mm-hmm. So um, that's that's just an example. But um, but we we look at all the labs like that in in uh, in depth to make mm-hmm. sure it's not just barely normal. It's got to be right. optimally normal, optimally. I like normal. that word. Ooh, I like that phrase. Right. I'm going I'm <laughs> to write that down. Hang on a second. <laughs> yeah. I just came to optimally normal. Uh-huh. I'm going to use that. You don't mind if oh, I... Uh, go for it. I like it. I just came up with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, and so what do you, you... You identify these things. So what is it that you do to address hormone issues if there's a disbalance or, or an imbalance? 
Well, there's a, there's actually a process. So when, when we look get labs back, and this gets into some probably some deeper details, but mm-hmm. there's a process of what we look at first. Okay. You know, there's like a priority. We got to work on this first, and then that, and then that. And um, um, it really, when it comes to hormones, sometimes that may not be the top priority. There may be something else that's more important that mm-hmm. we have to deal with first. And sometimes when we deal with that most important thing. The hormones the, will work lot, themselves out? Yeah. Yeah. Oftentimes, a lot of these other things will start to fall into place. Okay. You know, so. Um, um, well, I'm yeah, wondering so, how much, like, the, the detox, nutrition, fitness, if you're on those things, you know, how much of that is affecting your hormones? Or, oh, tremendously. Yeah. Um, going back to exercise, by the way, is, is something that will help balance out your hormo- hormones. It'll exercise helps burn up extra sugar, extra mm-hmm. stored glucose in the, in the muscles. Um, it'll actually help increase testosterone, which I said a minute ago is one of the fat burning hormones, mm-hmm. unfortunately for the ladies, because estrogen is a That's fat why you hormone. guys have a head start on the weight release. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So if ever a, a couple starts a diet plan, all he does is start drinking water. That's it. And he loses five pounds. That's right. And she works Happens like crazy mm-hmm. and gains one. Right. Yeah. That's kind of stinks but that's it's okay women you still can lose some weight and by the way that's still why it's very important for ladies to lift weights because right. from muscle mass comes that testosterone which you need to help burn fat nice okay so yay lift weights and so i i know i skipped us down here a while ago but back to the nervous system my thoughts on what chiropractics were before i met you were if i'm hurting i need to go see a chiropractor Unfortunately, I've been in a few accidents, and first thing, I mean, since I was 16, I think it's the first time I started getting chiropractic work, that was my first, you know, first response was, okay, I need to go see a chiropractor and uh, help to relieve the pain. But what I found out as a patient of yours is, aside from the other four pillars of health, your the chiropractic practice is more than you know, like our crisis care to where I'm going sure, in because yeah. something's wrong. There's actually a preventative aspect of getting adjusted regular. Am I correct? Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and by the way, when you're hurting, yeah, you should come in. Oh, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for still sure. the plan, but still. not only then. Um, <laughs> but the idea is to not be hurting. Right. You know, to stay, to get into a good place and then stay in mm-hmm. a good place. So, uh, so yeah, there's some great benefits to getting adjusted even when you're not hurting. So, um, I mean, it's kind of like, uh, you know, doing preventative maintenance on your car before it blows up. Right. You want to go change the oil. How does your car run before and after you change the oil? Like the same. Mm-hmm. Like you can't tell that the oil has been changed, but you just know that you did a good thing to your car. Right. That's what we got to do. It's yep. a good example. Yeah. Yeah. yeah actually, uh, it being male, I'm uh, predisposed to car examples. <laughs> like tons of them. Here's an example with exercise and cars. Um, okay. So let's say... You, you go to work, like we described, you sit at work all day and you come home and you sit, um, let, and that's all you do. Well, then that's kind of all that you can do. So imagine having a, a car, that's, think of it like an economy car, maybe it's kind of mm-hmm. older economy car, and that car's top speed is like 80 miles an hour. That's, that's the fastest it'll go. So if that car is going down the road at 80 miles an hour, it's like maxing out, right? That's all it can do and uh, it, it, it's not going to do anymore. Now, let's imagine a brand new Maserati. Woohoo! It's smooth, yep, slick, very sporty, very fast. If the Maserati went down the highway at 80 miles an hour, psh, that's nothing. That's easy, right, for the Maserati. It's like no, there's no stress on the Maserati going 
80 miles an hour. The Econo box, doing the same speed, the same amount of work, is about to fall apart. My Jeep Wrangler gets really excited when we hit 70. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate to the Econo box. Go, okay, sorry, yeah. distraction. <laughs> Downhill, little breeze. Oh, yeah, that helps, no, definitely. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, so essentially what exercise does is help increase your body's capacity. Mm-hmm to do more work. Right. So now when you go and do your normal day at work and you come home, that's like nothing. You know, that's like no big deal because your capacity is so much more that you could do. Mm-hmm. So that's that car example. That's a good car that example. Is. That, do that. that is. I've got more. How about insurance? We, we And maybe you can find a car example for this. We briefly talked about or mentioned a while ago that, you know, and actually this may have been offline before we, we started recording about what insurance is willing to pay for. And... You know, a, a lot That's of times it's, it's kind of more related to the crisis care, you know, medication, emergency, things like that. So will our insurance help pay for this type of treatment? That's a great question. And my car example for that has to do with Thelma and Louise. Oh, uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. remember that? Uh-huh. That's yeah. yeah. Okay. That's insurance there. <laughs> not Going a good up, ending. No, okay. no, not good. <laughs> but, you know, um, so insurance, health insurance is a, is a big pain, but... Um, we call it health insurance, but really what it should be called is sickness insurance because mm-hmm. that's really what it's for. You know, exactly. when, you get, when you get ill, you, you need, you want your health insurance to help you get better, whether you need, if you need tests or if you do need medications or if you need procedures or whatever, that's what it pays for. Right. And then after you're better from that, it stops. Like it doesn't cover you to be healthy, although we call it health insurance. So um, it, it, um, it in one aspect, I'm glad we have it. It's important um, for what it does, but it doesn't get us all the way right. there, you know. Um, when it comes to our health, that's kind of our responsibility. Responsibilities. Our job to do some exercise. Our job to eat the right foods. Is our job to manage our stress. Mm-hmm. Health insurance doesn't do that. But um, <clears throat> that being said, you know, um, health insurance doesn't cover this part doesn't cover what we do. But again, not because I'm like out of network or something like that. It's not that. It's just because it's it's not what it does. Right. It's not what it does. It's, um, it's uh, something that's our responsibility. And um, Even the lab works? The lab work, maybe. Okay. Yeah, and probably some chiropractic work. Right. You know, there's some limited, uh, always some limits, right, on visits mm-hmm. or whatever. So some of that will. Um, yeah, but the uh, the other elements of it, the other aspects, right. aspects of it, not really. Yeah, the really. only time my insurance uncovered chiropractors was when somebody ran into me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With a car into my Jeep Wrangler. But, you know, when it comes to <laughs> when it get, really, it, whether it's me or really anybody else, there's no, there's no exchange for your health. Like, like you can't write me a check for $10,000. Mm-hmm. And then I say, okay, thanks a lot. Here you go. Here's your health. I can't supply it, right? It's something that we have to have to work for. There's right. no amount of money you can buy, right? So even um, oh, I don't know. Think about uh, Hollywood uh, Hollywood stars or whatever. They have mm-hmm. personal chefs and personal trainers and all that, and that's very handy to have, you know. Yeah. But they still have to do the work, right? You know what I mean? They if you may have a, a great trainer that says, okay, do this and do these uh, do these burpees and do these weights or whatever. Okay, but you still have to do it. Right. You know what I mean? Just because you pay somebody, you got to do that's the work. That's right. Um, if you have a chef cooking for you, okay, that's cool, but you still have to just eat this food. You can't like say, okay, thanks for that. I'm going to go to Sonic and get an ice cream now. Mm-hmm. You know, you still have to do the thing. So I did about two and a half months of work 
before, I'm just going to jump to the spoiler. I was able to get off of uh, high blood pressure medication forever. And um, let, me ju- let me just take a That's step cool. back. When, when I first actually went to the doctor and, and they said, you have really high blood pressure, you need to get on medication, I argued with them. Okay, maybe high now, it's a stressful day, but I don't have high blood pressure. And so it actually took me going a couple of times before they convinced me I did because my blood pressure wasn't going down. And I was asking, like, what would have caused this? And do I have to be on blood pressure medication forever? And they're like, well, yeah, once you start it, you're not going to get off of it. It's kind of like a switch. We don't ever know what's going to turn that switch on, but something has turned the switch. You now have a high blood pressure, like as a ownership. Like they gave it to me (laughs) or I gave it to myself and I owned it now. and, And it was really disheartening. And so two and a half months about, maybe it was two months, into Dr. Goff's program, uh, and I, I had bought a, a monitor and I was doing my own blood pressure testing. Did I'd, you feel like you had to receive what they said? I mean, did you fight that at all? Like, it, uh, I'm just wondering. Yes, I kept going to another doctor. I'm like, <laughs> you're, you're wrong. I, I, I'm healthy. I'm happy. I'm not going to do this for the rest of my life. Okay. Something happened to cause this and I want to unhappen it. <laughs> Good girl. Um, yes. And eventually was referred to Dr. Goff. And um, about two months in, I, I had gotten off of my blood pressure medication and I'm certainly not advising somebody not to follow their, their medical doctor's opinion. I'm taking the responsibility of my own health, put the work in, as you said, Dr. Goff, and sure. was able to get off of the medic- medication and I had normalized and I have been normal since then. And so I remember actually, <laughs> I actually made the effort to go back into the doctor and say, hey, guess what? <laughs> I'm off of my high blood pressure medication, and I, and I have regular, you know, blood pressure. And uh, her response was, I was expecting something a little more, you know, cinematic and exciting, but was, oh, sometimes I guess the switch can turn off. And I, I literally received <laughs> yeah. no Man. credit for the work that was put in, and and I felt fairly confident she wasn't going to be referring her patients to you know, what I did because I didn't have a need anymore. And, and, you know, for those of you who follow So Live and, you, you know, know what our mission uh, was founded on is we're huge advocates of, you know, safe, effective cancer treatments. And, right. um, you know, it's, it's incredible how, how many stories I hear when we're interviewing cancer patients even when they've been treated by this, what you would call, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, um, <laughs> unconventional cancer treatment, and they go back into their conventional doctor or oncologist, don't receive praise or a welcoming right. a, you know, response. And, and as you, if you heard our, one of our previous podcasts with Tracy, um, I'm sorry, with Charlotte Lacey, her doctor was angry and actually threw her file. And um, that's I'm, crazy, isn't it? I, it it's, Wait, shouldn't we be happy? You, yes. got, you got healthy, right? <laughs> wow. So, I, and, and there's a, amazing, amazing medical doctors out there and non medical doctors out there. And, and I, I, the industry has some just incredible people. So, this is not a broad statement against that, but it is a, a awareness statement of, that there are doctors who are actually not concerned <laughs> about you getting well. It's, you know, what do you need them or not? And if not, they don't need you. Right. 
you know, that's, that's sadly true. Um, and to your point, that's not, and I know it's not, but I'll just reiterate, it's not, it's not a knock on the medical profession or, or doctors individually. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got quite a job and they're, they're smart people and they, they do what they do very well. And, and I'm glad we have them. I'm glad they're around. I, I have a good friend. We went to high school together. He's a gastroenterologist yeah. and my, my sister-in-law is an oncologist. Right. So, um, there's good people around and, um, and, and, but what a medical doctor does is medicine. That's what a medical mm-hmm. doctor does. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I think it should be celebrated when somebody doesn't need it anymore. Not and, that they just quit. And passed around like, that's hey, right. maybe my other patients could take in some of that advice. <laughs> I, that's my opinion. But Speaking uh, of the work that the two of you did, did you find the actual switch that turned it off or was it just an accumulation of the you know, did you find kind of what, what was it that turned her? You know, that's a cool thing. Um, oh, by the way, let me, before I answer that, um, little footnote, I've never taken anybody off medications. It's not, just want to say that, throw that out there. As a chiropractor, I'm not. As, like, as, an, as an attorney, I, I respect okay. that dis- <laughs> yes, disclaimer. That's, um, that's disclaimer. And I did mention when I said I, I pulled you myself you off, did. I took okay. the ownership of it. You did it. take that ownership. Um, I, would, I would say, I didn't put you on that stuff. I'm not taking you off. Exactly. I, I but the goal here is to get healthy enough to not need it. Yes. That's, right. the, that's the goal. But yes. even when you get to that point, I'm not going to take you off. No, it's not me. Um but, but I had taken ownership of my healing, and I was monitoring and and che- and right. checking my body, and I, you know, I, I started listening to my body. And you know what? If yeah. anybody around here deserves credit for you getting better, it's you. Well, thank you. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> um, Surrounded yeah. by awesome guides. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you did great. Well, you like you said, you put in the work. You did what you're mm-hmm. supposed to do, and then your body responded as a result. Right. And that's that's it. And and actually, Tracy, that was the switch. If there is a switch, is that. Um, like like in Shanna's case, we weren't treating her hypertension. We're we're You're treating, treating Shanna. the person. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then when so when you uh, help a person get better with better nutrition, better exercise, things like that, these other things just kind of go away, mm-hmm. right? Oftentimes, um, so it's not like we're treating a condition. Um, Diabetes, for example, if you treat that condition, then you get you're going to get insulin, you're going to get uh, metformin, stuff like that. But if you treat the person, then the diabetes just tends to go away. Yeah. So right. you don't have to treat the disease. We're actually trying to help the person. And, that makes perfect and sense. And it's still a practice. I mean, there are times where I, you know, get off my practice, the good practice, and kind of fall back into old practices. And and my goal is to always listen to my body and. Um, and even when I go in to see Dr. Goff, I, my body starts telling me, hey, time for a little checkup, time for an adjustment, and I'll go in and do that. So it's not, we want these quick fixes. It really is uh, an ongoing practice that it's not a diet, it's, or, and con- controversially, it's not a cheat meal. It's just the way that I practice my livelihood. Sure. And sure. and, there, and my practice includes good and bad stuff, and I try to put more good than bad. <laughs> you know, it's sometimes as easy as that, really. Yeah. Just uh, doing the right stuff most of the time. Mm-hmm. There will always be temp- opportunities for temptation. Right. Um, starting, for me, it kind of starts in October and runs through uh, <laughs> kind of the end that. of March, you know. <laughs> yes. I mean, really, there's, there are always, there's, so there's Halloween. There's all that candy uh-huh. around. And around about the time you finish eating Halloween candy, here comes Thanksgiving. Right. Um, and then as soon as that's over, oh, that's about a week, by the way. And uh-huh. then uh, and then Christmas is like the whole month. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's um, right. 
Yeah. Right about the New time, Year's. I mean, you gotta. <laughs> the New yeah. Year's. Right about the time we're getting over New Year's. Here comes two things: Valentine's Day and those doggone Girl Scouts. <laughs> oh shoot! You know what I'm saying? Oh, the men. Those girls are mean. Yeah. Like, do you want some cookies? No. How many? Yes. How many? How many boxes do you have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I love there's it. there's always an opportunity for yeah. some kind. Of, so if we most of the time, almost all, not all the time, but most of the time, eighty nine percent. You know, like I said. Um, do well, mm-hmm. then when those kind of things come around, there it's okay. Just create those habits. Yeah, yeah. Not a, not a willpower thing. It's just a, it's a, it's a habit. That is the truth. And you know, you, willpower you can you can only go so far in willpower right. before you're going to cave. Big, yeah. But if it's part of the plan, then uh, you don't have to worry about willpower. I have one other quick question. So once you went through the two and a half months and tents and got mm-hmm. things turned around, what does your maintenance look like with Doctor Goff? Is it just according to how you feel, or would you? I know you talked earlier about just getting regular adjustments. What do you? What do you even suggest for somebody's overall health and well-being once they've gone through your program? Once they've gone through, the idea is um, is for them not to be dependent on me. Good. Actually, you know, Good. like, hey, yeah. uh, we're done. Go away. No, not really. Um, but you kind of yeah. on your own. I mean, after a certain after the amount of time, once you're sort of trained up and what's what's right, you got a, a good mindset mm-hmm. on taking care of yourself physically and you know um, nutritionally and so forth. Then yeah, you're kind of you're, you're good to go. You got all the tools. You don't you're not dependent on me. You know. And he literally sends you home with tools. I I don't know. This has been a few years back, so the tools may have changed. But at the time, I went home with a pretty significant binder. That had tons of information in there for me. And honestly, I, I don't refer to it anymore because he, you know, Dr. Goff, you taught me how to do these things for myself. And when I do go back in to see him, um, for the most part, it's for just the chiropractic adjustments. Right. So I'll start feeling, um, like I said, I've had a significant <laughs> amount of injuries, whether uh, rodeo or ranch or vehicle related. And so there's things that, you know, I will start getting tight and hurt and I'll go in and get adjusted and I'm good to go for a while. And sometimes it may be three or four months before I see him and sometimes as regular as once a month. It just depends what all is going on in my life. Sure. But I, I would say that you really do a great job of teaching the person how to, to treat themselves. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yes. Uh, so getting adjusted is about the only thing after a point, after a certain point, after mm-hmm. release, let's call it that, uh, that you'd need to come in for on a regular basis for because that's not something you can do on your own. Right. Um, yeah, but otherwise, there's there's a, there's not really a maintenance. I mean, if questions come up, of course, or, you know, I don't know, if there's a oh, I always supplement unload on to buy or yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's totally fine. Um, so I want people to know how to find you. Um, so if you could share a little bit about where your office is located. And, and we're going to include your website um, and, you know, contact information in the show notes. Awesome. But okay. how can we find you? We are in Bulverde, which is uh, far north San Antonio, up 281. Um, specific address is 29—hopefully not- gonna- this is right—29710. <laughs> Highway 281 North. Oh, we'll, we'll copy it in there for those Please listening. do that. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure about the numbers. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, website is uh, is super easy. It's drgoff.com. So mm-hmm. dot com. Yep. And um, yeah, all the info is there on the, kind of what we do, what we're about, <laughs> uh, setting an appointment. Even the paperwork is there, too, mm-hmm. online where you can print out and you know, nice. fill it out. So, uh, yeah, we try to keep it as easy as possible. 
Well, and, and we're grateful for having you on the show today. And something I also wanted to mention is Dr. Goff um, and Tracy were actually our, our teachers at our first uh, ever Healthy Habits for the Holidays um, workshop that we did. So That's we just right. had our third. High five to that. That's two were the first. Yeah. They, they set the tone, um, which has been an awesome event we do every year. And so, uh, Dr. Goff, I really appreciate you staying in our lives and continuing to share with, whether it's at our workshop or now on our podcast, um, with our our supporters and community. And um, we're, I'm really excited to see what else we can talk you into. You are so. welcome. I can't wait to see what I can be talked into as well. Yes. And and Dr. Goff, I'm going to put him on the spot. He's oh, also going to be one of our, we our, our wellness partners. And so if you haven't checked out our, our new website, please check it out. We're starting to list our wellness partners there. And Dr. Goff is a prime candidate. You know, it's exactly what it sounds like. We're partnering with other practitioners and helping to share the wealth of great information. So at some point in the near future, we're going to get some information from him and put him on our website. Okay. Yep, put you on the spot. All right. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it. Thank I'll you. It. And thank you again for your time. And yeah, thank you just, so much. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. This is great. Yes, sir. Take care. So Live takes a holistic approach in that mind, consumption, and movement is your strongest ally in creating the mental and physical wellness you desire. Join us on this journey of sharing the best tips, insights, and expert advice we've come across. Thank you from SoLive. For more information, go to soliveinc.org.